Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Around the Diamond podcast. I'm Evan Bolliger. And I'm Sam Edwards. And baseball season is upon us. Spring training is back. A couple teams reporting today and tomorrow, including the defending World Series champion Red Sox. We're excited. We're ready to get into things. Uh, This episode, we've got our usual news and notes for our first base. Second base, we got our top 10 shortstops in the MLB. And at third, we've got a breakdown of the NL East, which is going to be a really interesting division. So let's get right into first base. We got the Giants, who should be in a rebuild, should have been in a rebuild last year. Mm-hmm. They're courting Bryce Harper. Supposedly, they're going to make an offer soon. It better be long term because they're not going to be. It's not going to be. I already heard it's going to be. They're looking for a short term deal. That doesn't make sense for Bryce it Harper and the Giants. Make sense. He makes sense to them if it's a nine or ten year deal. That's what I was about to say. But he oh. he doesn't make sense right now because they're they're just not ready. It's bogus. Then we we got we got a, a little bit of news. Things are picking up. So we got that. We got Manny Machado supposedly being offered upwards of two hundred million from the Yankees, who supposedly want him to play third base next to shortstop Troy Tulowitzki. Mm-hmm. But who knows what's going to happen. Hopefully Machado is wise to that and signs for more money with Mm -hmm. the White Sox or Padres or Phillies. Hopefully the Yankees just sell the team. But anyways, (laughs) that's besides the point. And then the most interesting thing of this week, you got JT Romuto, the best catcher in baseball, arguably. Finally finally gets out of Miami. The Marlins have traded him to the Phillies in exchange for their catcher Mm -hmm. and their top pitching prospect, Sexto Sanchez, and a couple other pieces that... Aren't as notable. Yeah. In division trade. Yeah. Very interesting. It is, and I think it's really good for both teams. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I I'm like not a. It. I'm not a big fan of Alfaro. I don't think he's gonna. He'll be an average catcher. I think. But Sanchez joining Sandy Alcantara, mm-hmm. the young pitchers in that staff. Mm-hmm. Marlins pitching is gonna be good. It's just a mm-hmm. question of what they're gonna do with that lineup. Right. They've got the pieces. Yeah, they do. They they just have to build. And hope that everybody develops well. Keep everybody there on the same time. (laughs) Yeah. All right, getting into second base. We've got our top 10 shortstops in baseball right now. Sam, who you got number 10? Number 10, I got Carlos Correa. Had a very down year. His stats were pretty sucky. Um, Still had 15 bombs, but I think he's going to be a monster this coming season. I still believe in his talent. I had to get him on my list. Even if it's just number 10, had to get him on there because I think he's going to be really good. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I guess I think it even more because I have number eight. My number 10 is Jose Peraza, who's just an all-around decent player. He's not going to give you a lot of power, but he gives you a ton of speed, mm-hmm. lots of versatility, yeah. and he gets on base hitting 288 this past season. Yeah. So I felt that he deserved to be my number 10. Yeah, we just switched. We just yeah, switched we switched. Players. So Jose Peraza is my number eight. Great player. Totally agree. Number nine, Paul DeYoung for the Cardinals. I think he's a decent player. He... You know, very, very good defensively. I think underrated defensively, at least by myself. And he does that, and he hits for bombs. So, you know. Yeah, I didn't put him on my list. I think that when home runs are all you do for offense Mm -hmm. and you're still not hitting that many, I just couldn't put him on my list despite the defense. Similar to Nick Ahmed, who won the NL Gold Glove and didn't make my list. Uh, He's worse offensively, though. Yeah. My number nine is Andrelton Simmons. I think he's the best defensive shortstop in baseball. Mm Mm-hmm. And he had a good hitting year. He had 292, 68 runs, 75 ribbies, mm-hmm. uh, double-digit home runs and steals. 
like I said, the gold glove. So yeah, I had to put him in my top ten. Yeah, I think he's but the I, best, best. But I had to put him number nine. Yeah, I think he's the best defensive player. Period. I, and that's why I put him number six. <laughs> he's number six wow. on the list. I I think I think he's the best of any position. I think he's better than Jason Hayward in right field or Mookie Betts. And I think that should be reward, rewarded, especially at shortstop. That's why I yeah. put him six. I th- I think he's the best defensive shortstop ever. Okay. Ooh. But I also think Nolan Arenado is better defensively right now at third. Wow. I'm a little biased to Nolan. I love him. I haven't I haven't compared their stats, but that's just my gut feeling. Yeah. So who you got number eight? You got Peraza, right? Yeah, I got Peraza. And I've got Correa. So who you have number seven? Number seven, I got Trey Turner. I know you like him a little more than I do. I like Trey Turner. I was disappointed when I saw his stats. He's got a lot of steals, 19 homers. The numbers underneath that, the average, the on-base, and the slugging percentage were all much lower than I was hoping. The average is still decent. He's still... He so is the on-base. I mean, for a decent contact. That's it's a, true. A 344, he's barely lower than Lindor, and he's really, really barely lower than Story. Trevor Story. True. That is true. So he, he gets on-base a lot, and he had 100-plus runs. He was He's a great shortstop for the Nationals. My number seven is Gene Segura. Really good for the Mariners, and now he's going to be on the Phillies yeah. this coming season. He yeah. had 304, 91 runs, gives you 10 homers, 20 steals, and he's a good defender. So I had to put him up there, but yeah, I definitely have Trey Turner above him. Yep. I, looking at it now, I probably would have put Gene Segura on my list. I left him off my list. At the time, looking at the stats, I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I just I left off my list, you know? I wasn't feeling it. Who you got number six? Number six... I already said his name. already talked about him a little bit. Angleton Simmons, best defender ever. Who's your number six? My number six is Corey Seager, who mm. missed all but, I think, 25 games last season. Yep. He's coming off a it's Tommy John surgery he had, yep. right? Very tough injury for yep. a position that throws a lot. But 2017, he had a monster season. He hit mm-hmm. 295, mm-hmm. had 85 runs, 77 RBIs, 22 homers. He doesn't steal a lot. Yeah. which I think that'll increase a bit, but he's never going to be 20-30 steel guy. Right. And he slugged 479 that season. Yep. So I felt he deserves to be on my list because I think as much as this is, is about right now, I think it's also what I expect next season. Mm-hmm. So And I expect him to have a great year, possibly sneak into the top five shortstops yep. and probably be an all-star in the yep. NL. Yep. So I put him up there at number six. Yep. Okay. Yep, I, I love Corey Seager, and you know this. I love Corey Seager, and I think he's going to be a really good player. One of the top shortstops. He just played 26 games this last year, and 17 doesn't feel like right now for me. And while I can expect that he's going to do really well, kind of like what I did for Carlos Correa, I don't know. I love him off my list. Who you got number five? Number five, I have my favorite shortstop, Xander Bogarts of the Boston mm-hmm. Red Sox. Mm-hmm. You know, he was ridiculous this year. He yeah. was their most clutch hitter as far as getting runners across. Mm-hmm. Had 103 RBIs, yeah. 23 home runs, slugged 522. Yep. He's pretty much just average defensively. Yeah, but maybe below average. But he was great offensively, so I put him number five. I think he was clutch. <laughs> yeah, that's just, I think Xander's really good. I think he'll fall a little bit next season. Yeah. Both his stats and his ranking on the list because yep. of Corey Seager yep. and Carlos Correa. Yep. Um, it's a really loaded position. It so I, I have him number five. I got him number four. I liked him more than Trey Turner. 
Average is right up there. On base is higher than him. Slugging is higher than him. He's got the homers. He's got the RBIs. He's got eight stolen bases, which isn't 43, but, like, still not bad. He's nowhere not, near 43. <laughs> nowhere near 43, but it's still not bad. It's yeah. steals. Okay. Yeah, give, so. give me the bombs. Give me the slugging. Give me the on base. All right, so you have Didi Gregorius as your number five. Absolutely. Um, he's not going to be playing much next season. but I At all. At, uh, he might not play. He might not play. So that's why I personally left him off my list. Like I said, I want to combine what the present with, with what's coming. I so, just take a lot so less I, look into what's coming. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I don't know. Top 10, Didi is a top 10 shortstop when he's healthy. He did very well last he was, year. He might have been better than Segura and... And Correa yep. and Simmons, all of them. Yep. But yeah, I just left him off solely because he's not really going to play at all. My number three got Manny Machado, who I hate. Wouldn't you know it? But you know, I, I hate him as well. And I have him number three. But you can't not put him in your top three. I mean, the dude crushed. He slugged five sixty seven, yep. hit thirty seven homers, yep. hundred plus ribbies. He's an all around player. He's not great defensively at short. We all know he's amazing at third. Yeah. So hopefully he's playing third this season, but he's a top three shortstop. Yeah. I was fighting to see if he was going to be number two on my list. It was the defense that got me. Yeah. When I, I mean, when I saw that slugging percentage, I thought you were going to put him number one. <laughs> 5, 538 is good, and it is higher than. Oh, yeah. 538, my it, mistake. It's. That's uh, that that's Trevor's stories. That would be my number two. We have the same top three, I think. All right. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Trevor's story, man. Number two, he's got the highest slugging percentage of this list. He does play in Coors Field, which is very hitter-friendly. It's all about the thin air down there. I don't know. Um, but he, he's got the bombs. He's got the RBIs. He's got the stolen bases. He's a very complete player. Defense is solid. Man, he's an exciting player, especially right next to Nolan Arenado. I yeah, they're, really like and, the Rockies a And lot. they had DJ there, too. The whole infield yep, was great, yep. except for first. Yep. But that's still going to be an exciting team Exciting infield to watch, especially amazing. on defense. And if Story can replicate what he did, yeah, amazing. And got him number two. I have number two as well. My so number much. one, which I think is pretty much everyone's, it's I, the unanimous. It should be everyone. Francisco Lindor. I mean, if you're looking at your advanced stats like WAR, mm-hmm. wins above replacement. Mm-hmm. Lindor had a seven point nine. Next highest was of my top ten was Simmons at a six point two. Mm-hmm. He was the runner up for the Gold Glove. Yeah, gets you twenty five steals and thirty eight home runs. Yeah, almost a hundred and thirty runs. Yeah, and almost a hundred RBIs. He's just he's the complete package. Yeah, and he's the best shortstop in baseball. All right, round in second, heading to third. We've got our NL East predictions, rankings, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Let's just save everybody some time. Number five, we got the Marlins. We already talked about everybody what? that matters with them. They traded Romuto. You got Alcantara and now Sanchez in the rotation. Yeah. You got one or two good bullpen pieces that they'll probably trade. Yeah. And I'm then, gonna, and they then you got Lewis Brinson. Yep. They had a good offseason, but they're not going to do anything. Yeah. So they're number five. Who do you have number four? Number four. <laughs> number four, I have the Atlanta Braves. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yep. They you are won, so wrong in this. They won the division. Haven't done much this offseason. They got Josh Donaldson, who was a big up. Well, not a huge upgrade. They have Johan Camargo. They got Brian McCann. They did get Brian McCann. So he'll, he'll be all right at, at catcher. Probably sharing time with Flowers. Flowers. Tyler Flowers. They, they re-signed Marcakis. Re-signed Marcakis. I don't think Marcakis is going to have half as good of a year as he did. Ender Inciarte is, like, an all-right player, a 
Acuna is really good. I don't know. I'm not. I'm gonna have to see another another year. I'm expecting thirty bombs, Ron. And in Ciarte, I'm expecting ten bombs, thirty or forty steals, and another Gold Glove season in center. So once they have depth crappy. with Culberson and now Camargo. Now that Donaldson's at third, yeah, and their rotation. I I believe in their rotation. I really I, I do. Don't, and that's the because thing. you know what? Fulton Evans. They had the they had the fourth best starters ERA in the MLB. I just think I think Tiki Toussaint is gonna emerge. He's gonna be really good. Eh. Tehran is gonna be their number five. Eh. You got Kevin Gossman, Sean Newcomb, and Fulton Evans. I think they're they don't have the best rotation by any means in the mm-hmm. division, mm-hmm. but I believe in them enough, and I think they have the best lineup mm-hmm. that those two will go well together. So I believe in the Braves. I, I have them higher up. I very much don't. I of all the teams, I just I couldn't get behind the rotation. I don't think Fulton Evans is not he's not going to have had as good of a year. I don't think Julio Tehran. He's all right. Yeah, but he's like their fifth starter. Yeah, but <laughs> which John is Newcomb a lot better than a lot of numbers. I don't know how good John Newcomb's And be. then they have three or four guys that they can call up that are pretty highly regarded. You got Soroka, Bryce Wilson. Couple other guys. Okay. What do you have fourth? Fourth, I have the Mets. I just think their lineup is not good enough. I don't trust Cespedes to stay healthy. I don't trust Wilson Ramos to stay healthy. I don't trust Robinson Cano to hit as well as he did in his third of a season. He'll be good, but not amazing, especially for that contract. I think Conforto and Nemo will be decent. Jed Lowry was a good pickup. They're getting Peter Alonso, and their rotation's amazing. I think second best in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, with DeGrom and Noah Syndergaard and yeah. Zach Wheeler. And they have the be- I think they have the best bullpen in the division. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they're my four. I just don't trust their lineup. I like their lineup. I think they finally have depth. I think the young guys are decent and are just going to get better. Cespedes, I'm not, I'm not counting much. I like the pick of Keon Broxton. I think he's going to be a good, at least, I think he'll be better than Juan Lagares. Um, the rotation's amazing. They upgraded their bullpen in a big way. I really believe in their pitching, and I, with it being at least second best in the division, give me the Mets. And coming in third, my division rankings, as is, without any moves to come, I have the Philadelphia Phillies. I have the number three as well. I think they got McCutcheon. I love the Gene Segura and the Real yep. Mudo yep. trades. They upgrade their offense. And Hoskins way. moving to first, but I don't trust the back of their rotation. Right. And even, I, mean, I don't think they're both. They've got nobody. They have Zach. Except Kirk, for Jake, Jake Arrieta. They have Zach. Eflin is going to be their number five, probably. Blech. People are, for whatever reason, saying Pavetta will be good this year. No. And then Vince Velasquez is okay. I don't think they have the best rotation or anything. But it's good enough to beat the Mets with that offense. If they make another move, if they get Machado or Harper, I think I'm going to put them, I might put them over my number two. If Ooh. they get, if the Phillies get Harper, yep. or if they get Dallas Keuchel, they're definitely moving into my top two. Possibly number one, because I think everybody, I think one through four in this division are already very tight. Yeah. It's going to be such a tight division. So, so yeah. Number two, I've got the Mets. Like I said, I believe in the Mets. I think their offense is going to be maybe not great, but it'll be at least passable for their pitching and their bullpen to step up. They've never had a good bullpen. They finally stepped up. They got Edwin Diaz. They really filled it out. 
And they finally have depth, at least on their offense, so I think they're going to be very good. and Good enough to be second. Better pitching than the Phillies and Braves. And a good enough offense. I've got the Nationals as my number two. I love their lineup. Love Juan Soto. They pick up Gomes. Brian Dozier. And I love their rotation. I think they have the best rotation, one to five. They because do. Scherzer, maybe not healthy, but Strasburg yeah. is going to be really good. Yeah. Patrick Corbin. Yeah. They get Anibal Sanchez coming off a great year. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy Hellickson was great for them last year. Mm-hmm. And they have Sean Doolittle closing. They mm-hmm. can pick up. How Barraclough, so I think they're going to be really good, just not as good as the team I have number one. Wow. Who do you have? I mean, I have, so number one, I've got the Washington Nationals. My best rotation. I don't think their offense is great, but I think it's going to, I think it's going to be good enough. Mm. I think it's going to be really good, but I love the Braves offense. Wow. Freeman, Albies, Donaldson, McCann, Acuna, Inciarte, and Marquez with Camargo on the bench. If Donaldson gets hurt, they're barely downgrading. Wow. Camargo is really good. I love Camargo. And I like, like I said, I trust the rotation. I think Toussaint's going to emerge. Mm-hmm. Newcomb will be somewhere around like a 3-8 ERA, mm-hmm. which is good. Yep. I think Fulton will have a slightly worse season, but yep. still be an ace. Mm-hmm. And I like their closer and setup with Kano and Minter. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, love, really, the, I love the Braves. You these teams. You could really toss them up and, and see where they land, and it's going to be really interesting. I somebody also, gets a break. I also doesn't. think that the Braves have the best manager, which oh, okay. as yeah. minuscule as some people may say that is, it matters at least a little bit. It does. Especially managers, with the bullpen management. I feel like managers either matter more or less than people think, but anyways. All right, now we're finally heading home. We got some questions. We got a really interesting one here. If you could have any three MLB players on your team for wiffle ball, who are you taking? All right. Number one, you got to have somebody fun on your team. So I'm taking Brock Holt. I love Brock Holt. And uh, we'll throw, he can bring his son in and everything, and that'll be, that'll be cool as well. Number two, for a pitcher, you know, I think it would be, be fun. I want Ari Dickey. Um, I want a knuckleballer on my team. And Sorry, Dickey, even still in the league. Oh, you're right. No, he's <laughs> retired. Shoot. Man, all right, well, give me Stephen Wright. I want a knuckleballer. Um, and if not Stephen Wright, then give me Bartolo Colon. I think he'd be a lot of fun on the football team. And then, number three, give me Mookie Betts. I'm taking Mookie as well. You know, I, I'm playing to win. I'm taking Mookie because he can do everything. Yeah. Then I'm taking Noah Syndergaard because no one has nastier pitches. With him with a wiffle ball, would I mean, he basically is throwing like a wiffle ball already. Um, so yeah. it'd be insane. Yep. And then third, I'm taking Paul Goldschmidt mm-hmm. solely because he'll crush everything. Yeah. Especially off one of your pitchers. I mean, <laughs> he's taking him yard every time. So I've got Goldie. <laughs> Next question we got, I, I really like this. What manager in his first year with this new team you think will have the best season? I think you're going to agree. I'm taking Rocco Bobadelli. I'm taking Rocco all the way. I really believe in the Twins this year for some reason. Yeah. I think they could win the the AL Central because it's a terrible division. They're going to need a lot of, I mean, they're going to need things to break their way, but I mean, Indians have really left it open for them. Yeah. So hopefully the Twins have a good season. Rocco Bobadelli. Love first Rocco. Year. <laughs> first year, he's going to, I think he's going to do well. Yeah. I think he'll be a player's manager. I, I do as well. Analytics. All right, so we're all finished over here. Thanks for listening. Uh, Yeah, thank you for your time. You can catch us on 
Twitter at Around Pod or on Instagram at Around the Diamond Pod. Yep. We're Give on. us a follow. We'll keep you posted on what's going on yep. and we're on when we're recording, when we're posting. So find us. Hopefully we have you listening again. Right. Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout. No, we're right. I, you know. Yeah, we were, we're everywhere. We're, we're, we're getting on iTunes. We're going to get there. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for listening, everybody, and hopefully we see you next time on Around the Dungeon.